Hey, welcome to uh, Wednesday in the Word, but also a new course that we're offering called Morning to Dancing. And this is based on really two books that I've written. One is called Grief Relief, which is more of a textbook on grief and loss. But the second one is based upon a, a booklet that I've created from that material called, again, Morning to Dancing. This is available to you uh, through our webpage, booksbyvision.org. And also, of course, is a part of the course here. Uh, today, we're just going to focus on really more of an introduction to what we want to talk about and one of the reasons for it. And, you know, I'm, uh, I just want to start a little bit with, I wrote my first book, Grief Relief, before I'd ever had a major loss in my life. So I wrote it based upon yeah, basic theological and psychological studies and knowledge that I'd had at the time. Well, we needed a book on the, on the topic, and so that's why I wrote it. But it wasn't very long after that that I experienced the first of uh, major losses in my life. My, my beautiful bride, Karen, we'd been married for 26 years, went home to be with the Lord. She'd gotten a glioblastoma multiform. It's, a, uh, it's the worst type of brain cancer you can have. And, you know, she fought it, and we went through surgeries, and we had ups and downs and hopes, and, but ultimately she went home to be with the Lord. And, and, you know, I know now, looking back, this is many, many years ago now, that she wouldn't come back here for all the tea in China. But, man, at the time, it was tough. I mean... Where was God in the middle of this? How? We all had questions, not so much the why questions. We knew that. Why did she die? She died because she got cancer. Well, how come she got cancer? Well, because we live in a, in a sin-sick world, a broken world where there is sickness and disease. Was it the will of God? No, I don't believe it was the will of God and in the truest sense of it, but yet at the same time, she has eternal life. She's with the Lord. Uh, you know, these are all kind of mysteries that we have to grapple with at times. I was, uh, got remarried then, not about two and a half years later, and sadly, Noreen, she went home to be with the Lord after five years. Eleven years later, I've gotten, you know, got remarried again. It's been about four years, a little over four years now, married to Joan. So, I mean, I've had some losses. Just recently, one of our staff members Brother named Ken Nee just uh, passed away very suddenly, unexpected. And we're, you know, all over the world because of COVID and all the things that have been happening. There's just folks that have gone through some very, very tough times. And I, I just want to say, I, 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 nobody really understands the grief uh, that comes from a major loss. Nobody fully gets it. Nobody experiences it the same way. No one goes through the the grieving process in exactly the same way. But we all have to go through it. You know, the fact is suffering is in this world and we're all gonna face a certain level of suffering in life. I mean, as we get older, if we're blessed to get older, you know, eventually we'll have certain, you know, diminished capacity physically, maybe mentally, whatever. We're gonna go through tough times. But I think, you know, that's just it's the way life is. The more that we can plan for it, the more we can prepare for the realities of this life, I think the better we are. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. 
But one thing's for certain, we're, as human beings, as Christians, we're going to not only have to deal with loss and deal with grieving and deal with the concept of mourning, but uh, we're going to have to help others. And we need to be equipped and prepared to help others in the mourning process. And so, you know, uh, I just want to talk about this a little bit, very openly, very honestly, because it's a topic that really does need to be addressed. So today we're going to just focus on the fact that loss is inevitable in life. Grieving and mourning, however, are somewhat optional. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, it is true that people who experience a loss, I mean, it could be a loss of a circumstance or situation, a loss of a loved one. Of course, that's most difficult. Probably the most difficult of all is the loss of a child. I mean, that's how does one ever fully recover from that? But there's all kinds of losses that we can experience. And the remedy to that provided, I believe, by God, confirmed within his word, is the process of grieving, which begins with mourning. You know, Jesus himself said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I've often asked the question of people, if you've never mourned, if you've never worked through the process, if you've never really expressed the hurt and the pain of the loss, if you've not properly mourned, have you ever been able to experience the wonderful comfort that God can provide by the Holy Spirit? The process of grief, relief, and mourning, is, it's really required in any loss, whether relational, situational, self, or personal. And so I just want to focus again a little bit in this session on what, what grief and mourning is. Uh, the response of grief, the symptoms of unresolved grief, stages of grief, the process of grief and the, the grief and mourning process. But we'll get to that probably in later sessions. But for today, we just want to focus on hey, mainly some definitions, the types of grief. And then in our next session, we'll talk a little more deeply about the mourning process. So really it's defined, grief is defined as heartache, sorrow, bitterness, trouble, anger, uh, a sense of spite, it can speak of a stumbling block, anguish, uh, affliction, pain, adversity. Uh, the, the word itself in the Hebrew speaks about robbed or of worn out, of weak, sick, anxiety, calamity. Uh, in the Greek, it's uh, the word to, to, to grieve is to sigh, to murmur, to groan, even to have a grudge. Mourning itself is, to, is essentially, it's more of an action. It's more of a behavior, if you will. It comes from really the inside out. And in the original language, it speaks about tearing one's hair, beating one's breast, lamenting, fleeing, wanting to run away, to hide, to be sorrowful, to growl, to roar, to, to wail. And we've seen, and you've probably seen, men and women that have gone through a sudden loss and they will experience these painful emotions. And I, I remember as a young Christian growing up and listening to certain preachers and they will tell you, hey, you know, if you're a believer, you shouldn't mourn, you shouldn't grieve because we know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. This is a great day. 
Well, for most people that really talk like that, I'd like to send them a day of grief or two. So bottom line, it hurts to lose someone. It hurts to have to say goodbye to someone that you love. And so really grieving, mourning, the whole process of it, it's difficult, it's painful, but it's necessary. And I think especially now, I mean, really my message here is not just to individuals, but to the church at large. We need to do some mourning. We need to finish some grieving. We need to say goodbye to some things, some hopes and dreams that we've been holding on to, maybe in the political arena, maybe you know, due to economic changes or because of COVID or what, we need to say goodbye and re-embrace life as God intended. But to do that, you have to be able to say goodbye before you can say hello. Well, as I mentioned earlier, there's different types of grief. There's grief that comes because of a loss of relationship, whether it's mom or dad, a, a sibling, a spouse. Again, I've sadly buried two wives. My, my beautiful present wife has buried two husbands. It's quite miraculous that we found each other and we found a lot of happiness and joy. But we both still have remembrances of our previous spouses, and we, we, we talk about it, and we share that part of our life together because it is a part of our life together. But relationships, when they're lost, can be extremely painful. Even the loss of an animal, the loss of a church. And, I mean, there's a lot of experience of loss because, again, of COVID and going online and doing, you know, having to do Zoom and Facebook and all of that and not having the relationships. Many children are experiencing a, a, a form of grief. It's almost a PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder type of grief or loss because of being out of school and not being able to be with peers, etc. There's also the the type of grief that comes from the loss of a situation. What, what, what could have been? What should have been? I mean, many people will put their hopes and dreams in various things, and when they are shattered for whatever reason, I mean, we know that hundreds and thousands of small businesses have been put out of, put out of business because of the economy. I mean, this creates a huge sense of loss and grief, and mourning is still the process for restoration and recovery from those things. You can have the, the grief that comes because of a loss of self. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to be because of the childhood in which I was raised. Of course, death and, and dying are, are huge areas which can cause grief and loss. And with that, of course, there's you know the loss of divorce. And I've, I've said many times, you know, divorce is even more difficult than death because the corpse, as it were, is still walking around. Well, in the, in the next few sessions that we're going to have together, we're going to talk about, again, grief, loss, mourning. We're not doing this to be morbid. We're to, it's, it's really to help you to be equipped to be more effective in ministering God's grace and kindness to others. You know, in general counseling process, it takes empathy, warmth, and respect to be able to minister effectively to God's people. Empathy is the ability to feel with. Again, not necessarily to feel sorry for, but more to feel the sorrow with 
someone who has experienced loss. That's why we'll, we'll talk about things you really shouldn't say when someone has had a loss. I mean, I understand. You might, you might not, but you probably don't fully understand. Oh, they're in a better place. Please. That doesn't feel that way to the one who has just lost a loved one. But the, the fact is that we need to be able to be empathetic, to feel with the pain of others. And often that requires simply the ministry of coming alongside, of being present with someone. Warmth is that, it, it's that you're there and you're present with them and you, you exude, as it were, care and nurture and encouragement to others. Respect really comes from a place of how you view people. And we don't view people as, as worth less because they've had a loss. We certainly don't blame them for a loss that they've experienced. But we view them as created in the image of God, as of ultimate worth. And in a time of vulnerability, in need of someone to come alongside of them to give proper and nurturing care. So in our next few sessions, we're going to talk more about uh, the stages of grief and all of that. But I hope that this will be a course uh, and a time that you'll you, it'll just be a blessing to you. It will strengthen you in your area of ministry as you minister to those that are struggling with grief and loss.